How's everyone doing? I've uh, been asked this morning, how the heck am I going to follow up the message that Haley preached a couple of weeks ago? Um, I don't know. I just said, I'm me, and Haley's Haley. We are both very different, you know, people, the way we present the Word of God. Everyone's different the way they present the Word of God. But the Word of God is the same. So we might deliver the messages slightly different. Everyone might deliver messages slightly different, but the content is still the same. The Word of God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. That was just an extra something to say. <laughs> I won't charge you any extra for that. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. You know, who, know, who knows that um, life has its challenges? Yeah? I do. Um, it can sometimes feel like that you're running around from one place to the next, trying to get everything done in the day so that you can just stop and relax. Who, who feels like that sometimes? You're just rushing around trying to get everything done in the day so that you can just go, oh, I can't wait till 5 o'clock or I can't wait till the end of the day so I can just stop and relax. Are you facing challenges that are currently weighing you down at the moment? For example, are you struggling with your finances, with your health? Are you struggling with people in your family, having issues with the relationships with people in your family? In your workplace, are you struggling with people, certain people in your workplace? And the list, you know, I could list off a whole bunch of things, but I just want to ask that question this morning, ask you that question this morning. Are you, struggle, are, are, are you struggling at the moment? Do you feel like you're running on empty? Do you feel like that you need a refill? Have you ever driven a car that, that has been low on petrol and that little light keeps blinking at you saying that you're low on fuel? In, in my car it beeps at me going ding, ding, ding when I'm close, you know. Um, I just, you know, some people choose to ignore it and I quite, you know, I've seen people, um, you know, drive and pull over and what's the problem? I'm out of fuel. And, and in my back of my mind, I'm like, you clown. You know, <laughs> how can you run out of fuel with cars that have warning lights and all that sort of stuff? <laughs> Maybe it's broken, I don't know, yeah. Um, or, yeah, anyway, I'm not going to go there. Um, but anyway, but like our cars, you know, we need to pull over to the service station and get the Bowser out, put the fuel in the car. And like that, we, need, we sometimes need to refill ourselves. I believe that today, God is going to give you that refill. God is going to give you that new strength to refuel you, to recharge, to recharge your batteries, so to speak. So if I was to give my message a title today, the title is New Strength. New Strength. Because I believe today God is going to give us new strength. And, I'm, and as I was uh, praying this week, um, God led me to this passage of Scripture in Isaiah chapter 40. And I'm, uh, it might be familiar to most of you here, I'm not sure. But it's a, it's a passage that I've, I've read out before in my life. And I sort of, I remember it, but it's one of those things that you sort of put to the back of your mind. But as I was... As I was drawn to this scripture this week, God began to 
highlight a few things to me and, and sort of, you know, give me new strength and show me a few things that I needed to do in my life. So we're going to read from um, Isaiah chapter 40, verses 28 to 31. It says, Have you not known? Have you not known? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary. The NIV says neither grows tired. The NIV, sorry. The NLT says doesn't grow weak nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak and those who have no might, he increases strength. In the New Living Translation, it says he gives strength to the powerless. Verse 30, even the youths shall faint and be weary, and young men shall utterly fall. In the NLT, it says fall in exhaustion. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. The NLT says those who trust in the Lord. The NIV says hope in the Lord shall renew their strength. The New Living Translation says find new strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Let's just pause for a second. In in this passage it says, "Even Even the youth shall faint and be weary. So that, that is saying even, even people in the physical prime of their life, now that age can vary according to some people, but I like to think that at the moment I'm in the physical prime of my life. Yeah. <laughs> despite, what my, yeah. despite what my belly tells me, I'm wearing this shirt at the moment because it's slimming. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's a joke for those of you who are really serious. <laughs> but even... But every <laughs> someone's growing weary over there. Um, all right, but though, so even in the prime of your life, you will grow. You know, there are times where you will grow weary. In the Amplified Version, in verse thirty-one, it says, "But those who wait for the Lord, who expect, look for, and hope in Him, will gain new strength and renew their power." Oh, that's powerful, right there. They will lift up their wings. And rise up close to God like eagles rising toward the sun. They will run and not become weary. They will walk and not grow tired. So as you begin to come to God with an expectant heart and put your hope and your trust in Him, you will begin to receive the strength that only God can give you. Let's have a look at that word, wait. You know, I always thought that this word, wait, meant to stop. Because that's how, yeah, like Gina just said to me then, that's how we use the word a lot. Oh, I'm just, you know, sitting here waiting on the Lord, not doing anything, just, just waiting to see what God has to say. But in fact, the word here is actually a verb. It's a doing word. I was looking at what this word meant in my Bible, and I want to encourage you, I keep saying this every week, that every time that I preach, to get yourself a study Bible because 
so, sometimes uh, you read these words and you're like, what, what the heck do they mean? And like, you know, in my Bible I have marginal references and they, you know, give me the, the word, some, they give me like a word that, what's the meaning of that particular word and I go flick to that and it just brings new life to the scripture. And the word wait is, is kava. I think I've pronounced that right. It's spelt with a Q, but it, 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 yeah, anyway. To wait for, it means to wait for, look for, expect, hope, which is what the amplified version of that verse just said. Kava is the root of the word uh, of the t- noun tigva, which is hope or expectancy. Kava expresses the idea of waiting hopefully. So it's the verb of the of hope and expectancy. So it's, yeah, the idea of waiting hopefully, to expect, to look for. See, that's an action right there. To look for is an action. It's not just staying still. It's when you're looking for something, you don't find it by staying still. You've actually got to actively get up and look for that thing. To put your hope in him. Isaiah 30 verse 15. I want to have a look at this scripture. In the Message Bible, it says, God the Master, the Holy of Israel, has this solemn counsel. Your salvation requires you to turn back to me and stop your silly efforts to save yourselves. Your strength will come from settling down in complete dependence on me. You know, just to look at the background of this scripture, God is saying to the people of, of, of Judah that their strength will only come by depending on God. In this passage, they they didn't want to get their hope, they didn't want to get their help from God. They, they they put their help they put their hope in Egypt. They wanted to get help from Pharaoh in Egypt. They were relying on themselves. They were relying on their own human ideas, going, Well, we'll get our help we'll get our help from Egypt. You know, we'll get our protection from Egypt. They've got great horses and all that sort of stuff. They were carrying out the plans that are not God's plans. And if we read in chapter thirty, verses one and two, this is what this is what God is saying. It says, Woe to the obstinate children, declares the Lord. To those who carry out plans that are not mine, forming an alliance but not by my spirit, heaping sin upon sin, who go down to Egypt without consulting me, who look for help to Pharaoh's protection, to, to Egypt's shade for refuge. So they were putting that this, this alliance that they were trying to form wasn't a part of God's plan. Wasn't a part of God's plan. Just to personalize this a little bit, have you ever thought about your own life? Have you ever thought about the plans that you've made for your own life? I've made some plans in my life before, and uh, I have to admit, some of them haven't been God's plans. And uh, when they're not in God's, then when they're not God's plans, they don't work out very well. And uh, I just want to challenge you. By asking you this question, 
are you carrying out plans in your own life that are that you that are not God's plan? Have you like this passage of scripture said, have you just made plans or formed alliances with certain people or or different things in your life that and you haven't consulted God on that matter? Have you just gone, well, that's a good idea, I'll just do that and and just do it all in your own strength. Have you have you ever been have you ever been in that place? Are you currently in in that place right now? I want to encourage you this morning to, just to when you when you're about to make a major decision in life, you need to you need to consult God. Don't leave God out of it. Because I know personally in my own life, when I've made major decisions without God being in it, they haven't really worked out very well. And uh, when, we, when we first uh, made the move here to Mount Barker from Tail and Bend, I knew, I, knew um, I, I, I had to ask God because I was in a very low, our family was in a very low, low point. We, we uh, just lost Haley's dad. Um, you know, for those of you who don't know, he, uh, he, he committed suicide. So we just lost Haley's dad and our family was just all over the place. And, uh, you know, God, it, we were sort of asking a lot of questions. And uh, when, when, when it was time for us to move to a different location... This was all in the midst of all this, and I'm not going to go into detail this morning, um, but uh, I had to ask God. I said, Lord, I don't want to be these people that wander around looking for churches that, that make me happy. I want to know that the place that we go is the place that you've called us to, and it's in your plan. And so I woke up one morning, on one, I think it was a Sunday morning, and, uh, and God said, I want you to go check out Mount Barker. And Haley was like, all right, we'll get up and go and we'll check out Mount Barker. And when we arrived here at the church, we, like, we, we just felt like it was home. And we never had to wander around from church to church looking for, for um, you know, oh, what's going to best fit us. We consulted God on it. And we've been planted here for, this is our third year here at Mount Barker, and we absolutely love it. You know, if you're in the place that God has called you to, you're going to find joy. Yes, you go through your trials. Yes, you go through your tough times, but you will find joy because you know that you've made a decision that is God's decision, that is God's plan for your life. So, I want to encourage you this morning, if you're in the midst of making a major decision in your life, ask, ask the Lord, Lord, what do you think? It's that transparency, it's that honesty with God. Because when I was honest with God, he, he showed me as clear as day. Which I'm glad for that, because I'm sure if he had to make, maybe go through a wandering journey and all that sort of stuff at that time that we were feeling very low as a family and just you know, very hurt, that 
we would have given up. But God knew exactly what I needed for the time. God knew exactly what our family needed for the time. And we're still here today and we absolutely thank the Lord that we, that we made that decision. So let's have a look at the second part of this, this passage. The Lord will renew your strength or give you new strength. So how do we get this new strength? You know, though, well, it's pretty simple, really. Wait on the Lord. Those who wait on the Lord, who hope for, you know. We were just talking about this as a worship team the other night. Um, it's an action. We've, we've got to wait, wait on God. How do you get this strength? Says, says in the bit before. To wait, to look for, to hope for. And I love what Paul said last week in the, in the communion message. We can so overcomplicate things. But we need to just remember that it's just so simple. Because we, we can be wandering around going, we need new strength, Lord. Give me strength, give me strength, give me strength. The part before shows you how to do it. Those who wait for the Lord, who expect, look for and hope in him will gain new strength and renew their power, as the Amplified Version says. I love that. In Proverbs 3, 5 to 6, it says to trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Again, as Paul said last week, it's so simple. Trust in the Lord. He will direct your paths. But I know in my life, I, I look at passages of Scripture sometimes and I overlook the simple part of it and go, surely it can't be that simple. And Haley always constantly reminds me, Luke, you overcomplicate things sometimes. You make things harder than they have to be. Always, yeah, she's saying always. It's true. I over I overcomplicate things. Just just even the, the minute little tasks of of um you know just different things, day-to-day chores at home and all that or jobs at home. I can overcomplicate that sometimes, going, well, if I do that this way and all this sort of stuff and do that, Haley goes, why don't you just focus on the one thing and just and just do that first? And rather than have all these little things going at one time, it, it's overcomplicating things. It is. Have you been there before? Do you, do, you, do you think that Scripture, when you've read something, a passage of Scripture, and you're going, God, give me the answer. And you read a passage of Scripture and you go, surely that's not it. Give me the answer. And the Lord's probably just saying to you, it's right there on the page. Listen, look. But yet we try to look for, we keep reading down and we keep reading down and go, oh, sure, this might be there. And then that's linked to that one. And you try to, you're trying to work out all these solutions and plans, these man-made ideas. But God's written it in his word right there, plain, simple. Especially in this passage. Lord, give me new strength. I need new strength. Give me strength to overcome this. Wait on him. Hope for, expect, look for. Right there in his word. These passages are actually telling us to be fully dependent 
and reliant on God. Psalm 103. Just let me get myself organized here. I've got another passage that I'm going to flick through in another translation. All right, cool. All right, Psalm 103, verse 1. It says, Praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being. Praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles, so that your strength is renewed. This passage is saying, at the beginning, to praise the Lord. It's, again, it's an action. It's not, it's not stopping. It's an action. To not forget the good things the Lord has done. You know, sometimes in life, as we're looking at God, as we're waiting on God, as we're in His presence, we need to remember, if we're going through some, I'm going to use that word again, stuff, like I did last week, if we're going through some stuff, we need to remember the good things that God has done. Because as we begin to remember, as we begin to remember, I know in my own life, it begins to build hope. It begins to build a desire to, to seek God all the more. Because I know that God did it then, and he's going to do it now. What God has done then, he's going to do it again and again and again. These benefits... This psalm lists some of those things. He forgives all your sins. That's one thing to praise God for right there. You know, we've all made mistakes. We've all, you know, I don't care what you say, sin is sin. Doesn't matter what it is, it's sin. But he forgives all, all your sins. That is one thing to get excited about. He heals all your diseases. Psalm 147, verse 3, it says, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Luke 4.18, in the Amplified Version again, says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. This is Jesus saying. This is Jesus speaking. He says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, the Messiah, because He has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to announce, release, pardon, forgiveness to the captives and, rec and recovery of the sight to the blind. To set free those who are oppressed, downtrodden, bruised, and crushed by tragedy. I'm going to say that again. To set free those who are oppressed, downtrodden, bruised, crushed by tragedy. To proclaim the favorable year of the Lord, the day salvation and favor of God abound greatly. He heals all your diseases. Whew! Something to get excited about right there. He has redeemed your life from the pit. In the message version, he's redeemed your life from hell. In the NLT, he saved you from death. Another benefit, he shows you love and compassion. The Lord wants us to live 
with this new strength to live in freedom. Who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. I don't know whether you've seen an eagle soar. They're quite a powerful bird, really. It's amazing. They have, you know, incredible claws to pick up things and all that sort of thing. They, they have incredible strength. You see, God doesn't want us to live in bondage. He doesn't want us to be weighed down with heavy burdens. He doesn't want us to carry the weight of the world on our shoulders alone. He wants us to rely on him. He wants to take that, that burden or that thing and walk alongside of you and carry, carry you along the way with him. But I know in my own life, there are times where I, I focus on the problem and not the, pers- not, not the person who can bring a result to solve that problem and think, Gee, that's way too big. That problem's way too big. I can't deal with that right now. But God is saying, well, wait on me. I will give you the strength that you need to overcome this. I will give you the power that you need to overcome this. He wants to be there for us when we're facing hard times. He wants to be there for us, church. He wants to give us the strength that we need. <laughs> that flashes. <laughs> Bright. I'm just pausing for a moment because I just believe that God is speaking to someone this morning. He wants to give you new strength this morning. He wants to, he wants to give you that strength. But we need to be in his presence. We need to rely on God. It's like I said in my message on worship. There are times where we need to bow down to God and just acknowledge that he is God. It's all about asking the Lord, Lord, what, what is it that you want for my life? Like I said before, trust in the Lord, he will direct your paths. That, that's, that's as clear as it gets. Wait on the Lord and he shall renew your strength. That's, that's pretty clear, I think. But it was just that. It, God really spoke to me just telling me not to overcomplicate things. I love what, I love what Joel and Alina preached last week, you know, uh, about just what they shared was incredible. Just to, um, just to stop and... and one thing that really stood out to me was to, that when Joel said to stop and and just to go for a walk and, or you know just appreciate the stuff that's around you and and all that. And so this week, when I was when I was praying, uh, God actually specifically said to me not to worry about the message, not to worry about the message this morning, but just go for a walk. 
Just go for a walk and wander around and just look around. And so I did that, you know, because this week I was, you know, I was stressing out about this message because God wasn't giving me nothing. And to be quite honest, you know, I didn't know what to do. I'm like, oh, man. And, And to be honest, I was flat. I was feeling flat. I said to Haley, I don't, I just feel like I've got nothing, nothing left in the tank. I'm exhausted. And when God told me to go for a walk, I wanted to do it, don't get me wrong. You know, a lot of the times when I get asked to go for a walk, I'm like, well, you've got to be kidding me, you know. But <laughs> yeah, I've just worked all day and, uh, you know, I don't want to go for a walk. Um, but, you know, I, I went for a walk anyway on the Wednesday. And as I was walking around, I, I saw part of Mount Barker that I've sort of never really stopped and looked at before. And it was great. I got to appreciate things and, and all that sort of thing. And as I was walking, this scripture came to mind in Isaiah 40. And I just said, I said to the Lord, I said, I trust you. I trust you, Lord. I trust you. I know you've got this all in your hand. And as I did that, God began to reveal things to me through this passage of Scripture. I didn't physically have a Bible in my hand, but I read the Scripture before. Uh, you know, I've had it in my mind before. I, know, I knew the Scripture from when I was young. So as, as, as I was beginning to walk, God was saying to me, wait on the Lord. And he will give you new strength. So then as I was walking, God was beginning to you know, put, put stuff together, show me stuff in my personal life that I needed to do. And sometimes we need to actually do that just to, just to get rid of the stuff. I didn't even have an iPod or anything like that when I was walking. I had no music. Some people are like, oh my goodness, how can you have no music in the background? How can the presence of God show up without any music? But I knew God was there. It was just because I wasn't focused on on the stuff. I was just focused. I said, Lord, reveal something to me during this walk. And he did. And he did. It's so simple, church. It's so simple. We don't have to go through life alone. We don't have to go through life alone. You know, God wants to give us new strength today. I believe that all we need to do is wait on him. Put our hope in Him. Put our trust in Him. We need to not rely on our own human efforts to try and find a solution. It's hard at times not to rely on human effort. Because I know that I always want to try and solve everything myself doesn't work like that sometimes 
I, I don't know it all. You know, sometimes we can have a, a mind of a child. You know how some children think they know it all. Teenagers. I don't have teenagers yet, thank goodness. It'll come. But we have to realize that we don't know it all. So we don't have to strive, we don't have to struggle. We need to just fully trust in Him and He will give you the strength that you need. If you don't know the Lord today, or if, you, if you've never had a relationship with Jesus, I want to tell you this morning, the, the, Christian, faith, the Christian faith is based on relationship, not religion. It's based on having a relationship with God, having a relationship with our Lord Jesus. And if you're not sure what to do, if you feel like the weight of the world's on your shoulder, I don't know whether you're here in this, physically here in this meeting or whether you're listening via the podcast, but if you don't know the Lord and you're not sure what to do and you're not sure what life's about, Jesus says in Matthew eleven twenty-eight to 30, says, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens. And I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me, let me teach you. Because I am humble and gentle at heart. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear. And the burden I give you is light. Come to me. This is what Jesus is saying. Come to me. That, that, that scripture there in itself is, again saying to flee, to come to Jesus, to rely on Jesus. All you who carry heavy burdens, and I'll give you rest. Which means he, he will take, he will, he will carry that with you. I'm not saying that you give your heart to the Lord and life's going to be easy. Because everyone has challenges. It's just that instead of having to go through those challenges alone, we, we can go through it with God. We can go through it with our Lord. Because He's there for us. He brings comfort to us. He carries our load. He carries our burdens. He carries our sorrow. That scripture is, is just saying, rely on me, come to me. I absolutely, I'm just going to read that scripture again. Isaiah 40 verse 31. Just to, just to really make it sink into you this morning. Those who wait for the Lord, who expect, look for and hope in him will gain new strength and renew their power. See, God has given us power. God has given his people power through the Holy Spirit. When we wait on the Lord, we will gain new strength and renew, and God will renew our power. They will lift up their wings and rise up close to God. 
So as we begin to rely on God, it actually brings us closer to God. Like eagles rising towards the sun, they will run and not become weary and they will walk and not grow tired. Thank you, Lord. He shall renew your power. He shall renew your strength. I just want everyone to bow their heads and close their eyes right now. I believe that God wants to do something in your life this morning. He wants, he wants to give you that strength that you need. And I know we had some prayer and ministry time before, but I don't know. I believe God wants to meet with some people here this morning, and he wants, he wants, he wants you to draw strength from him this morning. First of all, I want to, while every head is bowed and every eye is closed, I want to ask if there's anyone who, doesn't not, who does not know the Lord this morning, but wants to know more about God, who wants, who wants that you want to know more about this strength that I'm talking about this morning. While every head is bowed and every eye is closed, I just want you to raise your hand where you are. I just want you to raise your hand where you are. If you don't know him this morning and you want to get to know him, you want the strength that I'm talking about. Mighty God. And there's a second group of people that I want to pray for. And uh, I, I want you guys to be honest with God this morning. If, they're, if, they're, if you've been relying on your own human effort to overcome the problem that you have this morning, and you just find yourself growing tired and weary trying to overcome that, but you want this new strength that I'm talking about this morning, I want you to raise your hand. If you want this strength, I see it. I see those hands. Just keep them up raised. This is between you and God this morning. I'm going to pray for you. Because I believe that this morning God is going to give you that new strength that you need. That's good. There are hands, there are hands going up everywhere. It's good. It's good. Be honest with God this morning. We're, we're all brothers and sisters here. We're all part of God's family. I know there's more of you out there. I'm just going to keep, this, I'm just going to, uh, keep it open. For a little bit longer. This is between you and God. I'm going to pray in a minute. Just begin to draw on him this morning. While you've got your hands raised, just begin to draw on him this morning. Begin to look for, begin to hope, begin to expect that God is going to do something this morning. Mighty God. I just pray for each of these people who have their hands raised this morning. I just pray, Lord, that you just begin to just strengthen them, Lord. I pray that as they draw on you this morning, as they begin to wait on you this morning, as they begin to expect something from you this morning, I pray that, Lord, as they begin to put their hope in you this morning, I pray that, Lord, you just begin to renew their strength, Lord, so that they can rise up, Lord, that you, you just restore the power that you've given them, Lord. I just pray, Lord, right now that you give them strength, Give them strength, Lord, to overcome the obstacle, Lord. I pray, Lord, as they've got their hands raised this morning, that, Lord, that you just come and be alongside them right now. 
Give them the tools that they need, Lord. The strategies that they need, Lord, to find strength, to find hope, to find peace. I thank you, Lord, for who you are. Lord, come and move this morning. Come and move. Come and move. Lord, give them new strength. Give these people new strength. Mighty God. He is here in this place. He is here in this place. We need to draw strength from the God who does not grow tired. Our God does not grow tired, nor He does not grow weary. And as we begin to focus on Him, He's going to give us that strength that we need. Just continue to focus. Just continue to focus on Him right now. Give Him strength, Lord. I speak strength. I speak new strength into this place, into these people's lives. New strength, new power in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I want to declare that this morning. New strength. New strength. Thank you, Lord. Mighty God. Let's just stand. Thank you, Lord. We're going to worship. We're going to, we're going to sing to our God. As we begin to sing, just, just begin to connect with Him this morning. Just begin to draw on Him this morning. He's going to give you strength. I speak that. He's going to give you strength. New strength. New strength. New strength. Mighty God. Mighty God.